pull up a chair. This is Flux Defoe's episode 227, recorded on September 4th, 2018 on the docket today. IRL, Netflixation of Extinction. Get caught up on what to play in featuring Crimson Peak and The Messenger. Finally, we're going to close out the show with that community grab bag and that sweet, 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 awkward finish. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And as always, please enjoy the show. Everyone, to another episode of Flexibos. I am Jason Lacey, joined with me by my bestest buddy in the whole wide world, Mr. Lucas Rose. Hello. Hey, you got you got some different head headphones. Yeah, I remember there. when I said I was gonna try different ones, and then I never did. Well, I'm trying them now. Oh, it's weird because they're open ear, so I can hear myself talking instead of yeah, being closed off from the world. Yeah, you're probably you're probably not gonna talk as loud now. <laughs> this is my normal That's the problem voice. I would have, at least. Everyone, yes. welcome. To, welcome to another episode. We're glad to have you here. We're streaming Hits Here Show live on the YouTubes. YouTubes.com slash Fluxbos every Tuesday night at 8.30ish, like right now. And we publish this podcast pretty much everywhere. You can digest the podcast uh, Wednesdays. So hope you are enjoying this content. However, it's reaching you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, as always, I'd like to say, if you're interested in supporting the podcast, feel free to check out patreon.com slash We got a bunch of goodies on there, and we're trying to hit we're trying to hit that 100 milestone. But really, 90 is a fun one, too. We got a little Flexipose AMA fun that you can see some details on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's that's all I really need to say. Let's go ahead. Let's have some fun. Let's talk. Let's talk about our lives. You see here, Flexipose, we we try. We've, we're very multi-genre. We've tried to be many of things over the years. And we have discovered that we're not good at any of them. So <laughs> we just we decided we just do what we want to do. We take the shotgun approach. We'll just talk about everything until something sticks. So, something's got to stick, right? So we, we'll get you with a little, little slice of life. What's going on between myself and Lucas? Mm-hmm. No, not like that. Oh, but, you know, oh I knew what's it. Going I knew there was something and, going and, on. <laughs> what's going on in our lives? And then we do like to sprinkle in some game talk here and there. But uh, the main, main event tonight is Netflixation, where... Uh, we encourage you, the listeners, to watch said movie from Netflix and then come back as we spoil the whole thing and t- give our a brief recap, our thoughts on the, the show, the thing, the film, the series, the everything. No. Who's a what's a? The who's a what's a do the flim of flam. So that's what we've got going for you tonight. Let's do a little IRL. Lucas, your son had yes. a birthday, if I am not mistaken. <laughs> yes, you're correct. And you are not mistaken. Uh, he turned three. We had a little get together, That's, man. If he, it seems like his last birthday just happened. happened. Like it, it seems like it was. Just, but then again, my mm-hmm. son was a, a little a little bebe then, so I well, guess it does make sense that it's been a year later. Tell me about it. We've we've made a tradition of um, printing off one uh, picture for every month since his last birthday. Oh and gosh! And so when you see every one of them, I it's just like, kid, when did this happen? When did this happen? You hear you hear parents say it all the time, but uh, it is definitely true. They grow up so fast, so very very fast. 
Um, so we had a little thing over the weekend on Saturday, yeah, which uh, was interesting because it was basically like, oh, by the way, it's just going to storm all day, like all time. All weekend, man. Yes. Yes, exactly. It rained during the day and then it would stop for a bit in the evening and then it would rain overnight. And it sucked. But uh, we were planning on this being an outdoor party, which is tough when it's raining. So uh, needless to say, we did not that have make an outdoor it, That party. makes it difficult. Yes, we did not have the outdoor party. Um, so we had a total of 15 people in our house, <laughs> which is a lot of people for the size of our house. Um, and it went pretty well, actually. Uh, it was it was fairly crowded, but it was it was nice. Uh, you know, there were um, there was uh, some interesting things that always happen when families of of. Uh, yeah, who don't normally see each other that often come together and yeah, inhabit the same space. Some frustrations were had, but, you know, overall it was good. Isaac did a lot better um, last year. We made the mistake mistake of uh, putting his new sandbox out, and uh, oh, yeah. right. he didn't want to do anything. That's when all he was wanted out. to do. Yep. That's all so, he wanted to do. I forgot. Uh, this year, he was much more interested in presents. He knows what presents are. Uh, whenever he sees a box, even if it's from Amazon, he'll go, oh, a present. You know, a present. <laughs> it's like, no, that's just a box. But okay, let's open it. Hey, um, you know, it works, right? It does work. Hey, if if I could only be that excited about everything that that had my name on it to open, um, uh, look at Lucas. Did you see that breaking news from the chat that Mister Mister Jams Gams skipped French class just so we could hang out in the world's best Tuesday night eight thirty p.m. podcast? I mean, if he needs us to, we could probably run out get some wine, some baguettes, and some berets. And maybe uh, maybe it'll be like he never skipped. I mean, if I can get a reimbursement on that, I'll, I'll gladly go out well, and buy it. But I mean, charge it to the Patreon account. <laughs> I was gonna say the company credit card, but Patreon is the co- company. Cl- close enough. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so yeah, it was a fun one. It was good. No, no tears were had. It was all, it was all good. Um, another thing that happened: big milestone in my son's life. We started potty training on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, we got one of those seats. We we had a potty, like a training potty for him, but we kind of suspected it wasn't going to work very well. So we've always wanted to yeah. get one of the drop in seats for the big toilet, like your regular toilet. And uh, oh, that's what I've been using. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing because it's one. I didn't want to have to dump out, you know, pee and poop water out of one of those training toilet things. And uh, yeah. two, I think it just teaches them like, hey, we just go to the bathroom in the bathroom because it's the natural progression, right? Right, right. Because so. that'd be confusing to go in one space and see. I don't remember like we never had that. I always had like the thing the plastic in the, potty. In the toilet. I remember, I remember having the one that had the little stair, like the little ladder steps. Uh-huh. It had like the steps to go up to it, and then you sat it sat inside the toilet, and yeah. Well, you were spoiled. This is what, see, this guy, this is what you don't get on the other podcast. You get this, but I don't think, I don't think it, I don't think it emptied. I think you had to dump it from the bowl. You know, yes, I didn't yes, empty into the I, actual toilet bowl. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's why I didn't want to use something like that. Don't mind me. I'm just, not. I'm adjusting my seat because I think I thought I didn't want this stupid pillow thing, and now I'm like, okay, I want this stupid pillow right, thing. So I'm pillow. listening. I'm just doing stupid stuff. I believe you. 
I believe you. Um, yeah, it's going really well. Uh, my wife, obviously, who my wife, who's a teacher, uh, she already had a plan that she uses for her students because uh, yes, they do have to teach their kids potty training if they're not potty trained already. That's why doesn't that not surprise me? Yes. Well. Uh, well, it worked really well. Uh, basically we just set for anybody who's curious, we basically set a timer for five minutes for dry checks to make sure they haven't, cause he's not wearing a diaper, just underwear and, oh. and shorts. So, uh, every five minutes we check to see if he's dry. If he is woohoo, you know, make a real celebration. If he's not just give him heavy, a heavy praise, right? Yes, exactly. If he's not, then we just say, you know, we don't go to the bathroom in our pants. We go to the bathroom in the potty. Then we change his pants and um, underwear. And then every 25 minutes, we go up to the bathroom and you try. You just try to go to the bathroom. And if he does, he got some M&Ms, man. He got one M&M for going pee. Three M&Ms if he goes poop. Now, poop is a hard one because he didn't like he doesn't like pooping anyways. It's not his favorite thing to do surprisingly ah. oh my gosh on the job oh my God. on the job uh injury we have recorded this holy hell what did you just do oh, i just like completely smashed the soft flesh of my finger in a very sharp pinching spot on your chair? chair yeah oh god you better sue them this chair hurt me oh Fudge, Rucker. That's going to be, yeah, that's going to be bleeding. Um, <laughs> Do you need to get a Band-Aid? I'm trying to look. I'm at that awkward point where I'm looking around my room to see if there's anything I can use to, like, momentarily. Staunch the flow? <laughs> yeah, I better I better go get that. I'll be right All right, back. all right. Well, I can talk more about pooping and pee. Uh, so, anyways, while Jason uh, dresses his battle wounds, uh, so when he, we're having troubles with him pooping, but thankfully he's got, he's got it down now. Uh, two days later, yesterday we stopped the timers because as soon as, uh, he asks you to go to the bathroom, you stop all the timers and he, he picked that up right away. He was like, Hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Uh, and which is amazing just to see your kid make such a progression that quickly. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's progressed along pretty well. We're just working on the, the poops. The poops are the tough one. Uh, but uh, he has he has done it. He has done it in the bathroom once. He did not want to, but I think he held it in so long that he had no choice. Poor kid's going to grow up, and then, you know, he's going to turn, like, 16 or something, and, and maybe he'll listen back to these and be like, why were you talking about me going poop in toilet training? I'm so embarrassed right now. But uh, you know what? That's That's how life is. So, uh, yeah, suck it, I guess. Future Isaac listening to my podcast. Uh, gosh, other than that, those are the only two things I had. I wasn't expecting a job-related incident to happen. Jason's going to have to fill out a, uh, an incident report. Hopefully he didn't uh, smash his writing finger. Uh, yeah, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. What else, what else can I talk about? Oh, yeah, it was nice. Uh, speaking of the birthday party, it was nice to uh, assume that we'd be outside. So we were cleaning up the yard and everything and doing all the yard work, doing all getting it all cleaned up. And then turns out we don't even go outside. <laughs> That's usually how it goes, though, right? You uh, you expect one thing and then 
your plans get shit all over and then you end up doing something else, which it worked out okay, though, I guess. Um, oh, he's back. Well, what's oh, what's the verdict? Is it is it going to make right. it or did you lose a finger? I dude, I wow, I like really kind of effed that up. I'm surprised you're not crying. I'd be crying. <sighs> like someone managed to rip that whole top layer of skin off. Oh my! Snagged it just yeah. snagged it just right. So that that's going to be a nice. Uh, what did I miss? Sorry about that, folks. Uh, that's, you, well, I that's, I finished my whole thing and then I started. <laughs> stretching for time so this is a good time for you to jump in with your stuff yeah no kidding that'll make uh i can't wait until you find your skin flap that's just attached to your chair someone i, somewhere. I could flap the skin or well, no it's still attached it's just like oh, oh you have like the, a, you do have a little flap put the flap back yeah. on oh now yeah when, i have like the flap that's like loose there that's gonna like yeah bite it off with your teeth there we go. Now that I won't uh, drip blood all over uh, my setup here. The OP yeah. seat. The seat that eats your fingers. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. there's That's uh, great. Um, well, the whole reason it started, well, well, this will all make sense now, is because, okay, so this has that little lumbar pillow, but I haven't yes. really figured out its best position just yet where it's comfortable. Like, this is the neck pillow. They got this neck pillow up here. But like, I don't even, my head's never in contact with that. Right. You know? Yeah. Unless yeah. I was like. That's how I feel about headrests in cars. Like who's well, driving yeah. around like this? You never this? use it. You never use it. So, um, yeah. So sorry about that, folks. Sorry about some of that nice dead audio there. Um, if you want Jason to get better, go ahead and up your Patreon support to five more dollars <laughs> because he's going to need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I forgot to bring it up. I had mentioned it in a previous episode, but I forgot to talk about it last week, the night before it happened. We had Asher had a surgery last week, Wednesday, um, which was, I mean, kind of like you get some anxiety over it, but I mean, like the process, that the actual procedure itself took like 15 minutes, but he was Whoa. still there all day because, A, you know, the time to sedate him time for him to come out of sedation, make sure he's okay and everything. So everything was removed, but now he's in, I call him the space dog now because he's in the cone of shame. Yes. And he's kind of like a neurotic dog anyway. So it's terrible with that because of that, that cone bumps anything and then he like skitters and spazzes. So he's like barely eating. He doesn't drink anything. He doesn't do anything. He can't go anywhere. He doesn't move. He's just mm, with the cone on. <laughs> How oh, long God. did he try to take it off for? Um, he doesn't really try to take it off. We had to get a different one because the first one was a little too small. He could actually get his back paw up into his eye. So he had to get oh. a little bigger one, which is like too big. So he's like in between sizes, unfortunately. Um, so the biggest thing for him is just like he, he, you can tell his like his entire head itches and he just wants to scratch it. So poor guy, um, <laughs> his eye seems to be healing great. So that's the good news, but I think he's got to wear it for like another week. Dang. So before he can get the stitches out so it's uh it's unfortunate but i'm glad he's doing okay haven't heard anything on the test results yet i'm assuming it's probably gonna be a little delayed because of the holiday so yes um we'll get those back soon and then um as you can see my old chair is not here because i finally decided you know what i'm gonna try to get rid of that so i put it up on facebook marketplace which Um, i think is funny (laughs) after you talked about how crappy it is you're like i need a new seat here's the thing okay this chair this is a $200 chair I'm sitting in. 
my old chair still sells for $200. And that blows my mind that that Jeez. chair is a $200 chair from Ikea. It just blows my mind that they're the same price because this just feels so much sturdier. Right. And, you know, it's got a lot more cushion and it also eats the flesh off your hands. So, I Which mean, you're that's, gonna want. If, that's not a, if that's not a pricing point, you know, I, I don't know what isn't. Um, but, you know, I figured I, I should be able to get some, you know, a couple bucks out of it. And uh, tell you what, Facebook Marketplace is like walking into Moss Eisley. You just, you don't know what you're going to get, man. And every, like, Jess has sold some stuff on there before, like my old dresser. And you get a lot, so many people that are like, right away, they're like, is this available? And you say yes. And then you never hear from them again. Or you, yeah. know, you get like wishy-washy people are like, well, I don't know. And um, I get like a lot of like crazy foreign people. Like, this could be a, a fake account foreign. Oh, like, just it's just like really weird. Like they're you, you gotta you gotta scope the profile, everyone, first of all. But like there's no nothing on their profile. It just looks really generic. It's really awkward feeling. And so I did have someone today that like I took I'm like, well, nobody's coming to my house, first of all. Hey, well, oh, no, hell no, no. no deals happen here. So I loaded up the chair, took it to work, and this guy was like, he's like, Yeah, I can look at it tomorrow. So meaning today. I was like, what time works for me? He's like, oh, from like 1130 to 1. I'm like, oh, that's a longer window than I'd like. But I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, that, that's fine, whatever. 1130 rolls around, nothing. 12 o'clock, nothing. So like 1230, and then I look, and all of a sudden, I, the, the Facebook messenger, I see that finally the message changed from that he'd actually read it. You know, I got yeah. that check mark. I was like, okay, so now he's seen the message that I sent yesterday, give him the address, and Nothing. And so finally, I was like, hey, are you still going to be coming, just checking in if I should still expect you today? Nothing. So at one o'clock, like 102, I was like, okay, going to go get my haircut. And I left the office and I was gone for past like, you know, an hour and a half, however long I was gone. And then literally, as soon as I sat down at the barbershop, 20 after one, hey, I'm here. I'm like, what the hell? Of course. You, you know, I was like, well, I was like, sorry, man. Um, I have other errands I had to do. I left. He's like, well, I told you I was on my way. And I look at the message and literally I got the message that he said he was on his way and that he was here at the same exact time at 120. I was like, look in the Facebook Messenger. There's the timestamp. I did. It never sent, man. He's like, well, I'm here. I was like, sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not. So that's just like dealing with all that back and forth and just has sold things too. And, and well, also, just, I just want to go back to that. If even if he did send it and it like it was a problem with your phone or because you were driving or something, one, he should have given you an idea of when he was going to leave. You know what I mean? Like at 11 yeah. or 11. Well, yeah, he exactly. Been like, he, should have said, he should have said, yeah, yep. I'll still be there. Cause literally he, I saw he read those messages and he had a perfect chance right then to immediately respond. And he didn't. Yeah. And then if you didn't respond, like if it were me and I was like, okay, I'm on my way. And then you didn't respond. I wouldn't just show up. I'd wait for right. you to say, okay, cool. I'll be ready for you or yeah, anything. So I do have, um, I do have someone I'm delivering it to a meeting like halfway tomorrow to drop it off and so selling it. Hopefully it's so, nice. It's all money we'll use on our, our anniversary trip um, next month. Um, I do. I forgot to bring it up. I just want to mention uh, because of the dog in case Jess needs a hand. I do have my phone on. My ringer is on. So I'm sorry, folks, if you get some phone audio in this year podcast. But I what want to make sure she needs help hell? with them that I'm available to do so. So that is my IRL this week. No, it's been, man, I'll tell you what, between Aiden like wants to hit the cone and touch the dog. And then Asher's, it's just like, oh, <laughs> 
it's it's been a it's been a crazy time. And especially you know we had a three day weekend and then it poured, it rained, so we couldn't do anything. When it rains, it, it pours. Like cabin fever. Ah, uh, so that is it. But now, folks, it's a moment you've been waiting for, or at least Josh Verboni, Verboni, waiting for. I'm gonna make fun of his name because he's not here. Uh, Netflixation. Every month we pick a I, well. What's fun that we do is we each we suggest a movie and we let you people vote on the Twitters a winner and then we watch it. So we pick, we have a movie, we watch it, and then we discuss it. The first episode of each month which is this week, and we're talking about Extinction, which you can find on Netflix. It's a Netflix original film, and well, it is a doozy, and we're going to tell you all about it. So consider this your. You can't wait? I can't wait to talk about this damn thing. <laughs> Consider this your warning because we are going to, as always, to spoil, spoil this film it. in its entirety. And, you know, it's always going to be good. Hey, there's an Iron Fist 2 trailer. Are you excited? I bet you are. And I ha- I'm getting I- ads for Paradise Police Department. Here's the thing about Iron Fist. It t- Yes, I-, I was getting ads for that, too. Here's the thing about Iron Fist. It took me probably four different sit-down sessions to finish the first episode. Pretty sure I'm not going to watch the, the second season. <laughs> just yeah. just have this weird feeling. The, the thing I always hear about Iron Fist is because that was like we were watching that when we first brought Aiden home from the hospital. So, uh, so it'll always, it'll, yeah, you'll so, always remember that time. Yeah. Yep. I always remember that. Uh, let's give you – I'll give you the Netflix – Description, extinction, which Netflix describes as plagued by dreams of an alien invasion. A family man faces his worst nightmare when an extraterrestrial extraterrestrial force begins exterminating Earth's inhabitants. So again, your final warning, we are going to spoil this film. Starring Michael Pena, Lizzie Kaplan, Israel Broussard. Uh, This movie is exciting and suspenseful. We'll see about that. Um... So yeah, let, I, I I guess I'll give you through the, the quick and dirty plot description. Um, Michael Pena is our our lead character. He works uh, some sort of factory. He's been plagued by these visions, these nightmares of this invasion. His family, people he knows, dying. Uh, it's causing distress in his marriage. It's causing strife with his children. They keep getting worse. He finally goes to see help, seek help with it. Discovers that someone else is having the same thing. Uh, and this guy's like all like crazy, kind of like your conspiracy theorist, like way out about it, which convinces him. I'm not going to talk to the therapist. I'm coming back home. Uh, at the same time, they're having this dinner party. And guess what? His visions were reality. There's an alien invasion. They start shooting up the city. Again, this takes place in some unknown. It doesn't say what city, right? It's some unknown populace. No, yeah, I don't think it does. No. In the world. It's sometime in the future. It's very, it's very that sort of generic, almost dystopian. Everything's white. Everything's clean. It's like that whole weird futurist vision of the, of the magical land we're all going to live in. Uh, <laughs> aliens invade. His family has to survive somehow. One family has to struggle through all this, and they must escape. Will they? Won't they? I mean, it, it's it's your typical alien invasion. It's it's basically if they took the plot of the other Netflix station movie we watched, uh, No Escape, with wow, wow, we took that movie and added in aliens. That's what this is kind of but, like until you get to get just till you get to a certain yes, point. yes, and that's so where we'll touch on that. 
That's where yeah. it all went wrong for me. Yeah. So and so that's that's the brief description of the plot. I mean, this I well, I don't want to come out slinging my negativity already, but gross. You call I, your... I am a little bit. So as always, we do like to talk about what we liked about this movie, what it got right, what it did can, well. Can I just ask you a question before we get sure. to that? Did the fact that Lizzie Kaplan was in this and then also was in Cloverfield make you feel like you were kind of watching like another Cloverfield? In I forgot she was movie? in Cloverfield. Well, then I guess. Oh, the she's in. No. Uh, or is that 10 Cloverfield Lane she's in? No, she's the. Oh, that's she that. was the punk, uh, the punky esque girl. That girl who dies in the tunnels. A bit. Oh, my gosh. That Wow. See, here's the funny thing. I haven't seen Cloverfield that long. I had no idea that who Lizzie Kaplan was or at that time, you know, she's much more prominent actress, obviously. Yeah. Then by the, you know, from that point, but wow, I, I had no idea that she was even in Cloverfield. I thought she looked before. familiar. And then I was like, I think that's the girl from Cloverfield. <laughs> of all, of all the things you pull it from, I think she was in Cloverfield. Well, and I then I've seen this movie. Well, before. because of all the, um, <laughs> yeah, because of all the, um, cityscapes and everything, it just had that weird feeling like, I'm like, is this yeah. secretly going to be a Cloverfield movie or some stupid? Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Okay. Anyways, so, back to the positives. Uh, the positive thing is that I personally took away from this. Um. I mean, I get. All right. Well, I will say that there. Okay, this movie does have a twist that we'll get into. Um. It, yeah, because we it, need it, to talk. We're talking pre-twist right now. Yeah. Because I have a pre-twist. lot of pre-twist notes, okay, that don't really okay. make any sense after you watch the rest. Well, of the it, movie. It, 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 well, it definitely the twist changes this film up, and it definitely changed my opinion of the film. But then it didn't change my opinion of the film. So, I mean, pre-twist, I'll be honest, Lucas, it's hard for me to say a whole lot of praise here. It's just for me to picture things that this that because really this was kind of a generic up until the twist. This was very much a generic alien invasion type movie. I felt like I could be watching a sci-fi channel original, really. I would say, I mean, yeah, a little, a step up from that. It was definitely a Netflix movie feel because it yeah. was like a step up from sci-fi, but like a step down from a summer blockbuster yeah. or, or yeah, I know, mean, something like that. There's no, I mean, here, here's my positive that was in it. Luke Cage is in this movie and I wanted him to be like, <laughs> yes, Christmas. yes, yes. That was funny. That I mean. I mean, I, I'm not not to say that I, I hated every second of it, but I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing, one thing that really stood out to me that like pre-twist that was like this. I have to make, I have to make a vocal statement proclaiming my feelings on this because it just, it was all very just. Well, I'll ran, tell you one thing. I'll tell you something I liked. Um, when they were first, um, when those aliens kind of first landed. And they were starting to shoot up the uh, sky, the building they were in. They did a fairly decent job of kind of like hiding what the aliens were and what they looked mm. like to yeah. a certain degree. I think of uh, when the girls under under the table and they're breaking through the wall, and they cool. don't show it quite yet. Like up until that point, I was somewhat invested. I'll agree, it wasn't like the most interesting thing. The setup was typical of really any alien invasion or whatever, or at least it didn't go out of its way to be different, but, uh, it wasn't offensive either. You know what I mean? The acting mm-hmm. was a little cold. Nobody really, I didn't really even feel like they were a family, which is funny because yeah. you find out later <laughs> that in a yeah. way they kind of aren't, but 
Right. I don't think the actors and actresses and the kids really gelled that well because he didn't really strike me as a as a um as a dad who was kind of out of out of the family, so to speak, or you know, like kind of checked out. Yeah. That's the word uh, I'm trying to d- say. He his character I'm I'm sorry I'm just switched like lanes on here, but his character really like I found to be very annoying. <laughs> Like I was just yeah. very like like just uh very aggravating to me, like the, the decisions he was making and like his just whole his his story arc, his character arc there at the beginning was just very very off putting to me. It's like you just um, passed out. Why wouldn't why aren't you going to the doctor? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Right. Uh yeah, stuff like that where you I don't know, it just felt it felt written and not uh real. I guess, you know yeah. what I mean? What did uh, you think of like the first 15 minutes of this film? Like pacing wise? Uh, I, th- well, I was into it, honestly, for, to a certain degree. I didn't, it was kind of slow, especially with the way they were handling like the flashbacks and everything. Yeah. They didn't mean anything to me. So they didn't really, they just kind of washed over me. Uh, you know, like they don't have any significance. So the fact that they're even showing them, I'm just like, okay, this guy's having weird flashbacks or weird visions of the future. Yeah. So what? Like, do you think, do you think it, it does, it does a disservice on Netflix? Like if you pull up this movie right now, it has, you know, your the three still or four stills that mm-hmm. it cycles through. Yeah. Two of them featured the alien and Fairly decent detail and lighting. Right. So yeah, I already really knew what they looked look. like. Yeah, I feel like that's really a disservice to the movie that they have that in the promotional imagery. I feel like that should not be revealed until the film because I think that really does them a disservice to that to that reveal once well, it takes place. I, normally, I would say I agree with you, but since it didn't really matter anyways, I well, guess I'm not well, upset well, about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll explain on my thoughts on that too. I mean, um, what? But before we get there, yeah, I mean, is there more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because I, I, oh, I feel, I feel, I honestly, I mean, I feel like I, my side of the story here makes it sound like I just hated this movie and I think it's total crap, and I don't, I don't feel like that's the case. But I, I, I seriously can't feel like there's anything I need to like I can point out single-handedly that i really like at least i I don't have anything that i like before before the twist oh okay other than what i just said i mean well do we want should we do we want to just spoil the twist i mean we're spoiling everything but we want to discuss the twist and then no i want to do my negatives before because i have like i said i had negatives before things you have have a method i'm I'm overstepping oh no it's okay these were just my thoughts i guess when when i was watching the film because i i wrote them down as they were happening because obviously i don't want to forget so i'll just bang through them really quick um, the first thing I noticed, I wish the aliens look less like dudes in paintball gear, which again, we'll, we'll figure that out. Why, why that is, but I'm just like, oh why God. do these aliens just look like they're wearing a suit? Why are these guys playing? Did I take off the suit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Except for somebody added like little orbs that they saw on, uh, the last of us or something. So they look like these at first glance, they look very organic or very insectoid. Uh, but they kind of aren't really. Um, also going on with the aliens. Uh, these are the loudest aliens ever. Not only do they make insect robot noises that would give them away. Like they seriously are constantly making these weird chittering robotic yeah. noises. Very it's like obnoxious. A in- insectoid almost. Yeah. 
Um, they also clomp, clomp, clomp all over like they weigh a ton, even though they look about six foot and 150 pounds at best. So I don't really understand why they're like when they walk around, they're trying to make it scary. So they're having them clomp, clomp. But then you look at them and they look like slender men. Like they're not really that that big. Like they sound like the um, the big daddies from Bioshock when they walk around Ooh. and they are not built like them at all. Um. So yeah, those were my notes. I was kind of I was kind of overlooking all of this, but I still was just like, okay, if these are aliens, they kind of look like shit. <laughs> so oh, I will say one 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 positive that I did have now that I, that made me think of it. I thought the uh, special effects of like the city and everything looked okay. I thought they looked pretty good actually. Uh, I I will say I'm, I'm mixed. There's like yeah, some of the special effects, and then some of them there's like that. <sighs> I hate being really nitty about uh, CG because I understand that's obviously a very big budget sink on films, especially when it's something that may not have an unlimited budget where you got to have, you got to walk a line there. Yeah. And there's some shots, I think it's great. And there are some other shots where it was like, okay. But I, I, you know, I will, I will say that I think I, I do like, um, I like the ship, what we don't get to see a whole lot, but I did like, I got like a very war of the worlds kind of yeah. feel at least that, yeah. what we've seen from like that film and some, like, and then the, and the, the ship and design of the, the ships were great. I just wish they didn't overplay them so much. Like they had them, they, they were scary at the beginning. Then they had them blow up the people on the, on the balcony. Then they were running away from them while they were outside. And then they almost That's didn't one get scene in the tunnel. That still sticks out. I mean, is that whole balcony scene that was, yeah, that was good. Like that. Yeah. Then you were, that stuff like that shows you like, oh, these these aliens aren't fucking around. They're scary. They'll kill people. Like before, right. it was just kind of implied. They never showed a mass of people who were screaming for help getting shot in this movie up to that point. So there were things that were halfway decent up until the big reveal. Are you ready for the right. big reveal? Do you want to spoil I, I, it? I, I... <laughs> so, no, there's two. There's two two reveals here. First off. There's an altercation with the with this this alien, this soldier. Our our valiant hero beats him down, subdues him, and gets the weapon. Soldier succumbs. He he it doesn't succumb. He's only unconscious. He gets back up. He has a way to track. It did okay. I will say that I did like that little the way that tracking device works. It reminded me of Dead wrist. Space. You know how yes. like you pop the thing out and it shows you the map. Yeah. It like it made like this mist, and then there was like a a heads up display would appear in the mist and. It seems it really not. It, it was cool to look at, but it seems ridiculous yeah. as far as technology right. goes. Yeah, but it was cool because I've never seen. So, I haven't seen something like that. At least yeah, in, in that was film. nice to uh, to. So see he tracks. He tracks down the family again. Has has another altercation. He's again beaten down. His helmet's broken open, and we can see we can see the creature inside. But it looks humanoid. Almost. Well, too guess human. what? He is a human. What? He is a. He's a He's a boy, a real human boy. No. So the aliens aren't aliens. They're humans after all. It's like, what? What? Cue an Andy, Andy Dwyer gif. And then here's the other twist. The people that we thought are humans aren't. They're synthoids. They're replicants. They're robots. What's a robot? They're automatons. Yes. All, all the life that we thought was humans were actually synthetic humans. And the invaders were humans coming back to take the planet back from the synthetics. Which here's 
I have so many reasons why I hate this, but like one thing going back to their technology, why would they make technology like that? Why are they insectoid? Is it totally seems like yeah? I, I mean, we need it to look we got, scary. We gotta, yeah, we gotta we gotta dig into this right now. So what ha- like we we learned that the visions that our main character was having were actually his memories of what really took place. Which I'm glad they they explain that because like the memories ex- talk about these people, this group already being on Earth assimilating into the population, needing to have rights and rising up against them. But then it wasn't touched on. I was like, what is going on? And then they shoehorned it in there. It's like, okay, so what happened? AI becomes more evolved, more evolved. And basically they're a lower class citizens. They're doing, you know, menial tasks. And then they're becoming more aware, more like humans. And they decide, hey, you know, they're rising up against their oppressors saying, you know, it doesn't have to be this way. Right. And they basically wage war against humans. All of humanity evacuates, leaves the planet. Because we lost. We got Can just, I just say, we can't, as humanity goes, we can't agree on anything. So the fact that we just suddenly waged war on robots, I have a hard time believing that the entire humanity was just like, yeah, those things need to die now. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't our choice, but still. Right. So like, the, that needed the, to be fleshed out a little bit more. Yeah. All the hum- all of the human race evacuates to colonies on Mars, and then what was it like? Fifty years later is yeah, when this 50. invasion takes place. Yeah. So, so like our this our personified alien invader is the grand his his grandfather was one of the humans that left Earth. They hadn't ever been there. wasn't sure if the air was breathable. But here's the thing: their technology evolved much more rapidly. They had much more sophisticated weaponry. But why? Why? Yeah. Why? Like for instance, the suit. I don't imagine if you left Earth that you all of a sudden you're going to go with this radical redesign of your 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 military and your your space your exploration. Gear. Yeah. All of a sudden he's gear. in this very like if you look at the image, it's a very it's got like what appears to be eyeballs. It's got all these growths on it. It's very his fingers were elongated. Yeah. It's just all this weird. And there's never any why? like they don't explain it through use or anything. The only thing yeah. we ever see is that watch, which was cool. But the yeah the rest of it is never used in any way that makes any yeah. sense whatsoever. Also, so the only reason the only reason we know that the suit looks like that is as, as a plot device. Yeah, it's not explained in the story whatsoever. It's just a plot device. This would look cool. They they wrote it that way because they wanted it to look yeah like an alien invasion. That's really the yeah. only reason why they did it. Yeah. And since there's no nothing in the story to back that up, it just it seems like a big glaring WTF. You right. Know? Well, and it's not like and I'm not we're not saying like they needed to write in an explanation of how they survived on Mars, but at least show us through actions. And we see them on screen enough that it would explain somehow why they have these glowing yeah. orbs on their suits, because other than that, they looked fairly normal except for kind of almost like insectoid chitinous armor type thing. But yeah, there's no explanation. Why are you glowing? Why you got glowy orbs? What's the deal with that? Are those right. like hit points like on bosses where I shoot you and your arms yeah. fly off? I don't know. So for when that it. happened at first, Stupid. I was kind of like, uh, and then all of a sudden I, I always got, I harken back to South park, making fun of contact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I think it was Mr. Garrett says, Watched the whole movie for two and a half hours just to see that the alien was your goddamn father or whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. it says, whatever it says there. And I, I can get 
through the whole um I can get past that twist that the humans are really alien. I'm like, okay. But then with the the Android part reveal, it's just like you're doing this too, and that with then it was just it was all too much. Well, it had it to be something else, right? They had to be yeah. something else. I I actually this ruined the movie for me for the most part. Yep. I, I mean, um, I, I, I'll, okay. Here's 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 my. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you through my process. Sorry, walk I'm, me I'm, through I'm it. Jumping in here. I was like, okay, run in the middle alien, alien invasion film. So I was like, okay, shut off my brain. Okay, this, there's action going on. Families in peril. I know they're not gonna. I can't kill the kids. We can't show that. I'm like, all right, all right. Then that that happens. I'm like, ah, I'm not sure if I'm okay. Okay, I'm okay with him being human. Then the that other twist happened. Is like, okay, how do I feel about this? Okay, that's kind of cool. It has been done. And then I kept watching. Like, no, this isn't cool. No, no, this sucks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I kind of like came full circle. The problem, it. I think, the problem here is that they led us to believe it was an alien invasion. If you take that out. I think the movie's fine. Well, not maybe not fine, but it could have been more plausible. But for some reason, they were stuck on this idea that, oh, it's going to be a surprise that it's the humans that are reinvading cyborg yeah. land or whatever and trying to get Earth back. It's like, why do you have to hide that? Why did you have to yep. hide that through an alien invasion? Yep. This, there's no what, reason it, for it. it. Select synthetics chose not to have their memories wiped so they could always be preparing for the eventual return of humans. But if that was the case, they didn't really seem that prepared. Like I'd have to think that (laughs) AI, you know, as an AI would be advanced, I would think that their technology would, you know, ramp up too. But like, it looks, we never saw them have the most advanced like firearms we saw was that turret they had on the back of the train. Yeah. That thing was cool. Everything (laughs) else, everything else was just like your standard, Ours and our modern weaponry. Yeah, you know, it wasn't they never like, really advanced that much past that. Yeah, and that's actually I thought that was more interesting, and they probably could have gone into that further. Is I had a problem with like why did you erase everyone's memory, and then I and then later found out that it wasn't everybody. So right. that's interesting to me because the one thing, the one idea that was interesting was like the guy who we find out isn't an alien was like. Uh, well, we don't have that luxury to erase our memories. Right. Cause I'm like, why would you even do that? But then I think about it. I'm like, okay, if it was really that painful for them to remember that, yeah. they want to live with the then, guilt. And- yeah. Then I can understand why you would want to do that. Yeah. But there's no, they don't yeah. really go into, nobody ever says, man, if we hadn't erased our memories, we probably right. would have been more I mean, the most character development we got was from that soldier because he's like, he comes down and realizes, you know, I didn't sign up to come down here and murder families and kill in kids, regardless right. if they're synthetic or not. Speaking so, of which, why are there synthetic children? That doesn't yeah, make any do they, sense. Do they grow? Do they age? How does that happen? Clearly not. Cause it's been 50 years. I mean, in Blade Runner, we've learned that, uh, apparently synthetics can, can procreate, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they must've I mean, had their restraining bolts taken off. <laughs> <laughs> So I think, you know, roundabout, I think we've discussed already the things we didn't like with the film. Yeah, um, I just think that the, end, this the was, ending was just was cliche. What I didn't there wasn't a payoff at the end. Michael, um, what was his name? Michael Pena? Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. I didn't mind him at first, and I don't mind him in other things. But I don't know if it was the writing, the direction, or his acting. I, I have based a, on his based on his appearances in the trailer, 
for for Ant-Man and the Wasp, I have no desire to see him in Ant-Man and the Wasp. He no emotion at all, really. Even in the there were parts where he was supposed to be emotional and he kind of was sort of selling it. But throughout any of this the scenes where it wasn't obvious where he had to have emotion, there was like no there was nothing there. He was like a blank yeah. slate throughout most of this. And it's like, I'm curious uh, to learn like what other films or other roles he's had as, cause I mean, I don't know. I'm not aware of anything else where he's had a leading, like leading role. Like yeah. This. Me either. I was actually kind of interested and excited to see what he would do since I haven't, again, like you said, I haven't seen him in anything where he's the front man. So that was mm-hmm. kind of, it was kind of cool to possibly see. And then, like I said, I, it just didn't, it just didn't appeal yeah. to me. I just, I felt like it was a very blah performance. And this is the unfortunate uh, thing that we get with a lot of sci-fi. It just, you know, it happens. Yeah. It's like people don't think that the viewers really care about whether mm-hmm. what's happening to them has any effect on them as, well, they're not human beings, but maybe that's a problem. Maybe that's why it was like that. Yeah. He doesn't have his emotions processor wasn't right. working it, correctly. If you're on Netflix and you want a better movie about AI, watch Ex Machina. Yes. Yes. That's on there. Great watch example. That. Well, and that's the problem is that's a science fiction movie where this is sci-fi. It's it's Yeah. I mean, it true. tries to be science fiction, but there really is no morality in this at all, or at least a faint whiff of it. It's like morality yeah. came in and farted in the room and then left. <laughs> um, it's, it's too bad because I, I like, I love it was why. Oh my gosh. Doom is on. I saw that. Oh I saw God. that. I might have to watch. Look how, t- look how so tiny the rock is. And he has hair in his earlier roles when he's so tiny. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'd love to get, I like to give anything like this a shot because I, I, I want to give anything sci-fi. Yes. I was excited for this movie. I thought it looked good. It's just too bad. It's too. It's the. It's, too bad. it's the alien invasion thing. It's yeah. too. It wanted to be too many different movies. It either you needed do a to be Henry next time. <laughs> I have it on my list. I, I I don't think I could watch that. I think I might get sick from watching that. Watch it in shaky, VR. Shaky cam. Oh god. <laughs> you just. Oh god. Um. Either remove the alien invasion and have it be humans versus cyborgs. Or leave it alien invasion and have it actually be aliens. Don't do both. That's that's the thing yeah. here. You put you put chocolate and carrots together and it didn't go well. Yeah. It wasn't a good combination. Just, Try again. Yeah, I agree. You had like two two components that could have been one or the other held up well, but both is just it's too much you know it was done it was done wrong maybe that's the real problem maybe it can be done but don't hedge your bet on this big reveal that's kind of yeah that i think that's where it all went wrong to me if it was if it wasn't set up as aliens it probably wouldn't have been so bad but either way it's just or i shouldn't say not set up as aliens i should say set up as aliens but better and makes more sense as to why we would think they're aliens as opposed to just writing them and uh, using art direction that just tricks the people into thinking that they're seeing aliens when they're really not, I guess is what I'm saying. It's a very slight difference, but it is an important difference. So 
I guess that that wraps up our discussion. <sighs> yeah, yeah it really movie. does. I mean, that's. Uh, I think it. I man, I'm usually the Mr. Optimist, but I I do not like. I walked away not hating it, but I can't recommend it to anyone. So it, Donnie Donnie foreshadowed this quite nicely when he tweeted yeah. us after this was depicted, and um, he did not like this film either. I think it. You also did not. Get, are you? Is this a no I recommendation from you? As can't well? recommend it. I mean, watch it as an example of all the things that we just talked about. Why you shouldn't do it why you shouldn't write a movie like this, then you'll understand why we're so mad. But if you want to watch something good, that's going to entertain you. No. Hey, no. I'm going to have a space suit that looks like the, the space jockey and, and from alien, but we're not going to explain why our suits look like that. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, literally, it was just a bunch of stuff that was written because it either looked cool or somebody thought it sounded cool. And then yeah. they just threw it all in a movie. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to put this on tape saying next week we'll have our suggestions for the next Netflixation. So we'll get those out of the way early Ooh. and we'll give you guys more than one week to actually watch it. That's a hard so commit that, right there. I know that's unfortunate when we, we kind of, we drag our feet and then you guys don't have like much time at all to actually watch the movie, especially if you're not listening to this as it, as it releases. So right. we'll keep, uh, we'll do that next week. We'll have our, our picks for the next for you to vote on. And how about we play some overclocked remix? Should I um, spin the wheel? Um, yeah. Do it. Let's. Luker. 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 Okay, I'm going to now count. So you talk about what OC Remix is. Ah, so for those uninitiated, OC Remix is a great fan arrangement remix community that's been around as long as I can remember. It's all free. They do awesome work. It's ocremix.org. I invite you to check it out. We've been doing this, gosh, 200-something episodes now. I think we've had an OC Remix pretty close to it. And feels like forever. It feels like forever. If you go on, actually, if you guys haven't been there, go to our YouTube page. We have a playlist of all the overclock remix that we've ever featured that we could it's in there. You can check it out. And Hey, if you join us on discord, flexpose.com slash discord, we keep it. The playlist auto updates. I wish you would right please join us. I'm so, so alone. Lucas post hot workout picks. You know, you don't want to mess You're up. Damn right. I do boy. What do we got? Lucas, what are we playing tonight? It's number four. I'm going to make you count it out. I know it's hard, but final fantasy X two. I had to reroll because, uh, it was, uh Castlevania. No, it wasn't. It was the other one that you said that we played a ton, which was uh Secret of Mana. Secret of Mana. We can't play Castlevania, Secret of Mana, or Undertale. Those are all instant vetoes right now. I feel like we had one more. There was something For else. Well, we've had a lot of I think we've had a lot of Zelda too. It just doesn't feel like it because there's so many games to pull from. I have it broken up by Zelda title, so um I f- we might be getting up there in um in Zelda. Uh Ocarina of Time, maybe. I don't know. So our remix tonight comes from Final Fantasy X2. It's called So It Goes. Our remixer is Kabu Kabai. Kabu Kaibear. Kabu Kabai. Kabu Um, This was, again, released uh, by Square in 2003 on the PS2, Final Fantasy X2. Uh, features, looks like, two songs, Kwan, Memories of Waves and Light, and People of the North Pole. Oh, my favorites. Uh, 
this is a pop remix. It's mellow, it's romantic, and it's piano. It's only three minutes, so I got that all the way. Usually we don't pay attention until <laughs> we've already pushed play. That's true. And then true. we're back into our corner. Um, we're going to play this remix. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and do our thing. But as always, you can find this remix and many, many more at ocremix.org. Feel free to check it out. Uh, if you ever want some recommendations, I'd be happy to help you. And heads up, next week, we're going to do a little more in-depth talking about game music and OC Remix. Thanks to our great friend and patron, Mr. Dan Anthony. He had a subject that he wanted us to discuss more on. Get it? More on. <laughs> and we're going to do that. Yeah, so, Lucas, you if there. you're ready, I am. we will play this mix, and we'll come back for some What You Playing, and we'll wrap up the show. It's very, very melodic. Really, really cut to the core of me. 
Lucas? Oh, I actually, for the last 20 seconds, I was like, is there more? Is this one of those weird <laughs> songs where there's 20 seconds of silence because there's a piano oh, sustain that you can't hear anymore? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know exactly what you mean. Well, let's kick that out of here. Let's do so much you plan. That was very appropriate for the uh, yeah reaction that you had. That's right. That's what I got. Um, <clears throat> Lucas? Yeah. We watched a new show. Ow. What my, is uh, it? Wow. My wife had a recommendation from her cousin. She was like, I was watching the show on Hulu, and I was like so creeped out. My roommates weren't home. I was yeah, too scared to go from my – I was under the covers, and I was too scared to go leave my bed to use the bathroom. We're like, oh, and then Jess is like, and it's about Stephen King. So I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, check it out. Now, it's not based on any one of his writings, but it's based on his overall work and themes. And it's called Castle Rock. It's Down a at Hulu, Castle Rock. A Hulu exclusive. So we signed up for a free month to watch it. There's only like, I think there's eight episodes right now. There's going to be 10. It releases like every Wednesday. I uh, uh, I think this has gotten some good uh, Rotten Tomato scores. Yeah, I think so. And it, it, it borrows from the themes. It's set in Maine. Uh, Shawshank Prison is featured in there, so that's like you, you. You immediately get some themes. You get a little bit of the Shining vibe. It's a very, very apparent, and it's got Bill Sarsgaard in it, mm. Mr. Pennywise himself. Yeah. So uh, I think we've watched three episodes, and I unfortunately because of that preconceived notion, at first I went into it, and I was like, oh, because it's not, it's not like it's not scary at all. It, it's there's some suspense and there's some crazy stuff going on with the characters you want to find out, but. It's like that. It's like a show where I can watch one episode and then I kind of like, okay, I'm good for tonight. And not to say that's bad, but it it is. It there is are really shows that pretty. make you like they're very cliffhangery, and you want to see what happens next. And then there's other ones right. where you're just like, I find Mind Hunters like, to be like that, where I'm just like, like I don't need yeah. to write the, watch the next yeah. one right away. Like when Stranger Things comes out, we watch as many episodes as we can in the first yes. night, and then we watch the rest the next night, and it's done. That's how we do it. This isn't that case. Now, Parks and Rec. We also do that. We watch as many episodes probably yes. in a night as we can. Because that's a good um, old time. I haven't heard my wife laugh as hard as she's been watching Parks and Rec. It, it's insane how much she's like. I, she's like, I never would have thought I would like. People have talked to me about this. And I never would have thought I liked it. And she loves it. It's a good one. Uh, I said, that's what Lucas told me, too. He told me a long time ago I should watch it. And I, was I like, wouldn't no, have said. I don't <laughs> I don't think I even said I wasn't even sure if she would like it, honestly, because the thing about like comedic shows is if you don't know the person's type of humor, it's it's not like it's not like um, a horror movie. It's just yeah. if you're if you like to be scared and you like horror movies, then watch a horror movie that I just recommended with comedy. It's always like, well, would so-and-so get it? Like, is it their right. kind of comedy or is it really like yeah. absurd or is it like right. farts and dick jokes the whole time? Now I'm like, I guess I better watch Last Man on Earth now too. I'm at it. That one, that one definitely is a bit different. Watch by yourself tone. without your, your wife. <laughs> Possibly. It depends. It depends. <laughs> Danette every once in a while will like, she'll hear stuff that is said in it and she'll laugh. But she's then like, she's that like, been funny, but it's not. You know, then she's like, well, I don't feel like I need to watch it. I just thought that yeah. thing was funny. And I'm just like, oh. well, oh. we just got through season two. I think the last episode, one of the last episodes I remember we watched was the, the wedding episode of April and Andy's wedding. And then I think we oh, just yeah. watched the Harvest Festival. Was that right after that? I can't remember. Um, but it's good. Just made this observation. I'll see if you agree with it. Um, Tom, Tom Haberford. 
That's my brother. Like, Aziz Azari's character is my brother, Garrett. Like, the way he says, like, inappropriate jokes and he makes that face and the way he acts and how he, like, he, li- he talks, like, all demeaning to women. She's like, that's your brother. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah to a is. certain degree. Yeah, I would say <laughs> less with the, uh, I don't know if you got to the episodes where he talks about treat yourself and, and that type of thing. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, dude, like- DJ Roomba is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I love DJ Roomba. Um, but yeah, I can see aspects for sure. Um, gosh, uh, oh, what's his name's character? Um, Adam Scott's counterpart. What can I think of his name? Uh, oh, he's in the West Wing and he's in, I have not seen Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe's character. Rob Lowe. Yes. Very annoying. (laughs) He's very hard to take at times because he's just, he's so like high energy and all like uh, taking 8,000 vitamins. It's yeah, like, dude, but, your kidneys must be exploding right love, now. Love, love the show. And then um, game-wise, I picked up uh, The Messenger. Yes, I watched you play the, a little bit. Nintendo Switch. A little bit of this, honestly. Yeah, it came out last Thursday, I think. And I finished it last night. I, uh, the, I streamed, Well, you did stream sh- all of it? Yeah, I streamed okay. it all. I was going to say, I know um, you streamed like at least four times. Well, I'm on this quest, guys. I'm on the quest for affiliate, and I don't think I'm ever going to get there. What does <laughs> it take to I'm become gonna... an affiliate? To be a – okay, so uh, to become a Twitch affiliate, you need – and it's not, I don't want to do it for the perks. I just wanted – I thought – I one day I looked. I was like, oh, I'm pretty close. I kind of wanted to see if I can do it. So be a Twitch affiliate. It's a 30-day total, running 30 days. You have to have um, so many hours. I think you have to have eight hours – of gameplay streamed which i've destroyed that you have to have at least 50 followers i have like 85 you have to have um stream on seven different days so out of 30 days you have to have streamed on seven different days okay so far it doesn't sound that bad no but then here's the hard part at least for me you have to have an average of three viewers per hour in those eight hours so and however many hours you stream (laughs) that's very sad sounding yeah, a so I average I average one point nine. <laughs> but like Did last you... night, for example, you know, Ribo was hanging out with me, and then I was like, I got to finish this game, and I, I stayed up till too late, and it, it was just me. So I was streaming, and I didn't want to kill the stream because I was had the whole game, so it was just me streaming it. So then I had zero viewers, so it was because it was late, nobody was watching, so that yeah. that kills the numbers. But um, back to it though. So if you feel free, if you want to check it out, twitch.tv slash Fluxa. I, um, I, I have toyed with the idea with streaming, but I think I'm going to go the route of non-live streaming. Yeah. Because then I can do it whenever capture. I want, and then I don't feel yeah. shitty about nobody. Yeah. Because well, I've learned that I've tried. You just can't. First, like we say about this, you don't pay attention. You don't worry about the numbers. And then, like, it has made, like, made me want to, like, play other, like, it's hard because it, it, it it dictates like what I want to play. Like the reason I did the messenger is like, it's a new game. I thought that might just popularity, but now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to stream whatever I want and I don't care what, because yeah. that's always it, been my you know, problem. I'm matter. never playing anything new. So nobody cares. Right. But to go back to the messenger, it is very much a classic throwback of the, of a side scrolling, you know, it, I didn't play a whole lot of Ninja Gaiden as a kid. I have played the game. I played the arcade game. I mean, I don't know how similar I can say it is to that besides the fact that your character is a ninja. You know, yeah. that same And the running aesthetic. animation looks very similar. Yeah. So you are on, like, uh, 
what did I say? Humanity's like there's been this great flood and there's just one self-contained massive land. You're in this village on the far western. There's this demon presence, and you are you're tasked as the messenger. You have the scroll and you have to deliver it to the elders to save the people. And throughout that, the, the story, there's not a whole lot of story here, but it's got this really cool mechanic that they do. And then they introduce and this isn't a spoiler because they do show it in the trailer. So the game starts out in 8-bit style, and then all of a sudden it jumps to you something happens in the game and it jumps to 16-bit. Oh. So there's a cool mechanic where it switches back and forth. So you're jumping back and forth between 8 bit and 16 bit, not just in visuals, but then the soundtrack is it better <laughs> or lesser. And then it does this other cool thing, which I think more games are doing now too. First time <coughs> having you drop into water and everything is muffled. Yeah. And toned down. And, yeah. and then it's just really cool to have that happen in the game. But it does it really well. It controls excellent. There's a, like the main mechanic of this game is you have your sword attack. You jump, and if you hit something with your sword, it resets your jump, and you can jump again. So if you can keep chaining oh. attacks, you can keep jumping. And um, I think like I think speed runs of this game would be really interesting because I bet people with some really good skill can really chain across some some movement options. Yeah. And I remember when I first was doing, it, I was like, "There's no way I could ever do this." And you can see in my earlier streams, like really struggling with some of the puzzle sections with that. Mm-hmm. But though by the time, like I think it was 15 hours was my total time played with this game. By the time it's done. I'm like just flying across levels, jumping and flying, and it's just, it's just become a second nature. So it's really cool. I think uh, this game has a little reputation of being like a like a difficult platformer, much in the vein of like Celeste or um, I don't want to say Shovel Knight, but like Celeste or something that's very intricate, very timing, very. And I I, I if that's like turned you off or dissuade you, I want to set that straight. That I don't think this game is that. Um, off-putting i think this is going to be open to more a broader spectrum uh, spectrum of, of players okay you know so if you like i don't think if you you feel like your gaming ability isn't quite up to par i don't i don't think i don't want to have that you sleep on this your game progress isn't game. dependent on ridiculously yeah. difficult I mean, there, navigation there are there are a couple sections that you, you have to be able to do some really like there's huge gaps and you have to get it simply get across by like attacking enemies projectiles and bouncing off those attacks and stay keeping yourself in the air which is hard mm-hmm. it's very hard and but those are for optional like there's a there's a specific upgrade you have to get there's a, a item you can unlock but you have to collect i don't remember how many collectibles throughout it that's just to get one of those collectibles so completely okay. optional won't impact your progress of the game um there might have been maybe one or two other sequences that were mandatory i don't feel like they were nearly as difficult as that one um but I mean, this was a really fun game. It even had the classic, it had a, one of the classic side-scrolling flying sections where you shoot, you're flying through the air, and you have to shoot at enemies, like in Captain America and the Avengers. Oh, nice! It's like yeah. a segment like that. It was like total, like throwback to all these elements of of games, with um, boss fights, everything. It was just, it was a real f- cool game. Uh, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It had an interesting story. Did you like the but music? Not, like, oh, the music's fantastic. Okay, cool. the music's fantastic. Um, really great chip tune soundtrack good visuals it was just a fun game really cool i mean it i don't know if i like i i'm toying with the idea if i'll score it on psvg or not uh because this game got like overwhelmingly positive like 10s and 9.5s i don't know i don't think i feel like it's a 10 but -hmm. i think it's it's definitely like a high scoring game i would definitely recommend it you know i don't think it's how much was it i I don't know if you said that uh 19.99 so just it is 20 dollars. so unfortunately it took the place of um hyperlight drifter for me 
Uh, which you've which already, played. Already, already played. So I will get that at some point. Um, so if Dead I can Cells get it on sale, if I can get it on sale for 15, I think I'd feel more comfortable. Well, you know, there's a rumor that went around today about the online account giving you discounts on Nindies and stuff. Oh. Which, on, it's, not, it's not true, but um, <laughs> I think Dead Cells would be the next game I want to play. Um, before I went I'd to be like, interesting. I'd be interested to hear your opinion on that game, knowing that it's kind of like well, Dark Souls 2D. Uh, Philip Muston has this really good review. I heard that <laughs> already told me everything I need to know about it. Yeah, so. it's almost like oh, I've sorry, watched. that horse is dead, and I'm still beating it. Sorry, that's true. Um, but no, jerk. The Messenger is a great game. I, I I recommend you check it out. Um, I think if you own a Devolver digital game, I think I saw that you can get it. it, it you'll get a discount on it. I think I saw. I don't think I do on the Switch though. Yeah, I don't. So, cool game. Really, I easily recommend it. It's really fun. It was a cool experience. I'm glad. I mean, sucks to burn through it, but I had three day weekend to do so. Like every time Aiden took a nap, I came down here and I streamed for like an hour and a half. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Did it? Um, did it come out for PC as well? I think it's out. I'll look and I'm I, I. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Switch had a timed exclusivity or or what. Um, the reason why I ask is if it's on PC, I'll just wait until it goes on sale for two dollars and a summer yeah. sale on Steam. Oh uh, yeah, it came out. Yep, it's out on PC as well. Yes, no Switch tax. If I you really get, feel you like get the soundtrack it. for five bucks, can I get it on vinyl for fifty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it it is uh, twenty dollars on Steam as well. So yeah, I mean, if you just wait, you'll be able to get it. A Steam sale for sure. Excellent. But very cool game. Highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Um, and if you want, you can check. I I have one of our my streams, two of my streams, I think, on YouTube. Eventually I'll get them all migrated over, but they're on my Twitch archive, and then I'll eventually have them on the Flex Depose um channel as well. So there you nice. go. That's what I'm playing or played or did or done. Did or done. I played Octopath too as well. Nobody that's cares my game. About that game. That's that's my lunch break game. That's your jam. That's like your Witcher three. You're going to be talking about that for till next year. Yep. Um, all right. So I watched a couple things. Uh, here's here's the funny thing. I'll start by saying this. We started watching I Tanya, really liked it, and then did not got tired because this was one of the movies I got that she wanted to watch, and I was like, yeah. well, it's streaming, so we can always just take the the because I did it on the Netflix DVD thing. I was like, we can just send it back and finish it on on the uh, streaming program and that hasn't happened yet. So I can't talk about it until we finish it, but I, I do like it so far. We've got like 20 minutes Good. left in it or something. Uh, what I did finish though was Bojack Horseman, at least up to the point that you can finish it until the season five comes out in this month, I believe. Uh, man, that, that show is good. It's funny. Uh, it's funny, but it's really sad too. <laughs> like, there are some episodes in the fourth season where it's just like it's really dark and kind of sad if you think about it too much, but it's also super creative in the way that it portrays. Uh, this is uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but I'll just give you an example. His mom, who has never been nice to him, I won't say mm-hmm. why or anything, but just was a really awful mom turns out to have um, Alzheimer's basically later in life. And they have an episode focusing on her 
and her mindset during this time. And it's just one whole episode where it basically deals with that. And that was the most, it was just super interesting to see how they tackled that. Um, because it's not like your typical episode. It's not animated the way that you would expect, I guess is what I'm saying. So maybe a slight spoiler, but I don't think it's pivotal to what's happening to uh, Bojack, so to speak. So it's really okay. a, it really starts out as being kind of a comedy at first, but then it starts to become more of a drama dramedy, I suppose. Uh, probably one of my favorite animated shows, if not Whoa. one of my favorite shows. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's really good. It might not um, be for Gravity, everyone. Gravity Falls will be my favorite show forever. That's definitely up there too. Uh, definitely any of them that are imaginative. That's always got to be the thing uh, for animated shows. Uh, I watched a movie called Crimson Peak. Now, I remember you talking about this long, yeah. long ago. You remember the one scene I was talking about? I don't. Well, okay. Spoilers for I'll Crimson tell you, Peak. I'll tell. Oh, okay. Tell me. Tell me, what is it? Creepy, creepy hand job. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Game <laughs> of Thrones. So, I call it Game of Thrones just, hand job. It's just so awkward. It's like, ah, is that you're like, is that what's? Yeah, that. Oh, oh, God. See, did you? Were you suspecting that they were like that or not? Because I didn't find it. I don't it. think at that point I didn't think they were like that, and then I was like, oh God, they are like that. Well, they don't, they don't, um, they don't really push it home that much, I think, because you could probably believe that they were just brother and sister that were like looking out for each other because they had horrible parents, but they're doing more than just like, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it didn't really, it didn't really, um, Bob, like catch me by surprise because I, I think I kind of suspected that a little bit. I wasn't expecting to see anything, but uh, I don't know. Good for them, I guess. Uh, what I was more concerned yeah. about is whether or not I, fi- I would find it interesting. And um, it's not one of Guillermo del Toro's no. best works. But I no. will say this, though. Visually, he, he always stands oh, yeah. by his visuals, man. Those for ghosts sure. and everything look great. They, they stand his visuals up well. are always... Was the, he did... Uh, Afraid of the Dark, or what was that one I watched where it's got like the little the, the little, little imp thingies? Thing. Yeah, that one, that was one of his too. Yes, and that one I had uh, uh, troubles staying awake for, honestly, because <laughs> well, I mean, like his films all have a very similar visual style, you know. And he, yeah, he the, visually this thing had great greatness, but the I need to watch yeah. the Strain because I know he did he helped with some of that as well. Uh, the TV show The Strange, yeah, or The Strain. Don't be afraid of the dark. Yep. Oh, the strain. Okay, yeah, yeah. See, is did he direct that? Though? Thank you, Rabo. Rabo likes the. We get the new overlays. Rabo approved. So. Oh, nice. That's that's all you need in we life. We always appreciate that. Rabo, you missed it when I I I I sliced my finger. I destroyed my finger on stream. He from did. My chair. He bled for this damn stream. Uh, he did not direct. Don't be afraid of the dark. However, he just mm. helped with the screenplay and wrote it. So. Oh. You can see his influence there, but maybe that explains why it felt a little slow to me. I was also tired when I tried watching it. But anyways, Crimson Peak. So, yes, it looked good. And I I, 
from a story perspective, it wasn't the most like crazy eye opening thing, but I, I, it's kind of like a classic literature or something like that. It really follows this because you're set in that period. Um, and I don't remember exactly what time period it was, but it was set in that time period, a period piece movie. And then it had like this almost classic story. And what I found kind of interesting was that she wrote, she wants to be a writer. So she's trying to hide the fact that she's a woman and she wrote this story that she's, she's like, well, it's not a ghost story. It's a story that has ghosts in it. And this movie isn't a ghost movie. It's a movie that has ghosts in it. You know what I mean? Like that's the best way I can explain it. So it was, it was pretty good. Um, it wasn't my favorite, but again, it was, it was, uh, visually interesting and entertaining and, uh, well acted. Uh, yeah, it was decent, I guess is the best way I can say it. Um, Yahoo. Speaking of Yaha, um, super Mario Odyssey. I started that thing. And I know much to your chagrin because you hate that game and you also hate I Nintendo. Not, I, I do not hate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mario. I just have Donnie, to give you a hard Donnie time. Donnie hates Mario Odyssey. No, nope. I, don't, I don't know how active you keep up my tweets. But the other day I was not like, hmm, I've got this itching to go back to play. I, I did see Odyssey. that actually. Yeah, you were like, thanks to me, to, thanks to Lucas. Um, well, and what's funny is I hadn't even started playing it really by that point, but I have now. Uh, I am. I got up to the wooded uh kingdom uh, yep. or whatever yep. i picked because honestly who's gonna pick an underwater level nobody nobody wants to do underwater crap they want to no. go to the woods um yeah i'm liking it i'm digging it here's the thing though i do and i don't mind playing it in handheld mode and i have played some handheld but i kind of feel like i'm missing out sort of like playing breath of the wild i feel like i'm missing out on the visuals because they're bright and cheerful and surprisingly yeah complex given the nature of the game i guess um so i kind of feel bad about like i got to the wooded level and i'm just like i kind of want to see this on the big screen you know so plus there's um there's a couple moons that you have to use motion controls to get to well you don't have to but it makes doing like the actually i think one of the jumps i think you only can do with motion controls it's like especially like climbing a pole like climbing the yeah with the frog with climbing the pole, how you can move it, but it's just hard and handheld, and you can just do some of the motion stuff so much easier with Joy Cons or with the controller. That's true, especially so. the doing the toss in the hat around in a circle. Yep. That's like yep. you're just like, I guess I'll just shake this. Shake I'm my interested money maker. to see your uh, reaction to the New Donk City experience. <laughs> well, and I've already seen a, a you realistic. Can, if you can human. beat my high score on the jump rope, I'll be very impressed. Ooh, I haven't gotten to these things. So I'm curious. That's in New Donk City as well. So. Okay. I'll look out for the jump rope game. Uh, I'm enjoying it, though. It's fun. It's what I really wanted out of a platformer. Like when I was talking about how I wanted to play a hat in time, just because that's about the oh, closest yeah, yeah. thing you could get to uh, an off-brand Mario game. So it's nice to be back and playing a Mario, considering I probably haven't played one since... Well, I checked out Galaxy. I do have Galaxy for the Wii, but that was way past its prime when I finally got it. So being able to play it in 1080p at at the very least and not have chunky, chunky texture graphics and everything going on is nice. And the soundtrack is beautiful as well. Uh, So yeah, I'll be, I'll be talking about that more when I play it more. Um, But I, one thing I did do 
the game I was talking about that I wouldn't pl- talk about until I until this week was Cave Story Plus. This was my in between when I started playing The Witcher Three, and I was like, well, I need something to play on the Switch. So I had this sent to me with the Switch uh, when you guys got it for me, and uh, obviously, yep. you know, nobody's really talking up Cave Story, so it was just like, huh, I've heard of this game. Maybe I'll play it when I don't have anything else to play. So I I popped it in and uh, I've actually played the demo for this on the PC, I believe, ah, uh, because I've never played it. the egg corridor in this game was very familiar to me. And I, I remember thinking, I don't get this game at the time. Now, it feels like a NES game that has been brought over to the Switch and updated. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but it has kind of like kind of like Shovel Knight in a way. Yeah, except for where Shovel Knight was a little bit more obvious about what you're supposed to do. Not obvious, but at least it wasn't. um, You didn't have to, like, talk to villagers to know what to do next, really. In this one, I could see people getting stuck on not knowing what to do next if you didn't talk to everybody Mm -hmm. that you found. Because I'm sorry, but this makes around. I don't know what to where to go. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, uh Colonel. <laughs> um, <laughs> I killed him. So the music's good. And what's funny about the the Cave Story Plus is that they apparently remixed the music a couple of different times, so you can kind of select what what type of song or what what soundtrack that you want. The original, the uh, oh, that's cool. New soundtrack. They also did like a an over the top like not metal but rock soundtrack almost. They're all pretty much the same song for the most part, but uh, with different instruments and stuff. But uh, the music was surprisingly good, and uh, I liked a lot of the tunes. Which uh, there's a there's a jukebox on there, so that's kind of nice. But I would probably listen to it. It's chip tuny. I mean, it's nothing like mind blowing, but they're cute little tunes, and uh, they stick in your head when you're playing the game. So that's fun. Um, the last, the only part I really had troubles with was the last boss battle because it was like four bosses that you had to face all together. But by that point, um, like there's some interesting mechanics going on. So you're, you're platforming a little bit, you're shooting things, but your weapons, uh, and you have different weapons that you can select from like a missile launcher, uh, which has ammo, uh, a machine gun, which has a hundred bullets, but that as you expend them, when you stop shooting, they'll start to, uh, refill. So you don't have to pick them up or anything. Pretty much just the missiles that way. Uh, But every time you kill something, they drop these little triangles and it goes towards leveling up whatever weapon you're using. But when you get hit, you lose levels in your weapons. So, uh, for instance, the machine gun gets more powerful, but it also, in its most powerful stage, which is all of them go up to level three, it allows you to shoot down and it'll um, propel you upward. So you can use it with your, your jump and then get a little extra distance by shooting down and making some jumps you probably wouldn't have been able to. So there was some like platforming stuff, a little bit of puzzle solving like that. Um, and overall it was good. It was, it was a good game. I was like, cool. I said, getting frustrated with the boss battle, but eventually I just did it. So that felt good. I'm going to be a boss. <laughs> and it, Sorry guys. Were. You know, I gotta, gotta hit my quota. Yeah, each. man. If he ever finds out we quote him this much, we're, we're, Eagle Raptor's probably going to be like, Hey, hey they can come much. on the show and then tweet about it and share it on their channels. And then we'll have all the listeners in the world. And then they'll leave and be like, that show sucked. <laughs> like these guys are at the game. Game. Girl, I wonder. Shook. I wonder how often they get 
requests to be on stuff and how often they actually agree to that. Every so many weeks, I, uh, I'll, I'll tag, uh, Alex Hirsch in a tweet. I'm like, he should come on our podcast. <laughs> and then one day, whatever day he was like, okay, but I'm not doing, I'm not doing any voices. Fuck. Oh. Oh. No, no. He's like, I just want to talk actually. about my new project that nobody knows of yet. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, he, right. then people would be like, Oh, what's his project? Uh, right. So yeah, that's everything I've got. That's everything. I got Kung Kong Kung Kong Skull Island coming up soon. I'm going to watch that sucker. I heard it was decent. I heard it was decent. Did you watch it? I'm guessing you must have because you're. This is my vomit falling back onto my face. as I No, I, I haven't watched it. I'm just making fun. <laughs> you better be careful with that. You're an internet celebrity. People take your opinions as fact. They, they take them to heart. They don't. They don't. Don't. Trust me. They don't. The only thing people believe about me is that they think I'm good at Smash Brothers, and I'm really not. That's not true. <gasps> because Donnie talks about it. Do you want to know a super secret? Yeah. You got to get real close to the microphone. I pre-ordered Smash Brothers for the Switch. None of that came through on your mic. Oh. Well, the audience <laughs> heard it. Now they know oh. the secret. I pre-ordered Smash Brothers for the Switch. I'm going to train up in an 80s-style montage with uh, You're the Best Around playing, and eventually I'm going to get good enough to beat you because oh, you killed my father, and now I must take revenge. <laughs> in Smash Brothers Melee, you didn't actually kill my father. Do you want to get a look at my power level? Yeah. It's Hell yeah, I do. I see I where your hands are going. Okay. I'm going to do the community <laughs> grab bag and then the Grab show. that community of bags. I almost forgot we had it, but he came through because he's the boss. Dan Anthony says, hey, I want to get the full GTA 4 set. Cousins! Rockstar Cousins. Games tweeted out, new Grand Theft Auto Kubrick sets coming September 14th. Now available for pre-order at the Rockstar Warehouse. I don't why Kubrick? I don't understand the reference. I think that is the I well, I think that's the line of the toys. Uh, I'm like Stanley yeah. what did Stanley Kubrick have to do yeah. with this? So they have they no, have Grand Theft Auto 4 line, Grand Theft Auto 5, and a Grand Theft Auto 5 Heist edition. Now, um looking at Grand Theft Auto 4, I I still can't tell that's Nico. Like his face just looks. I need to. See, I'm seeing. I can only see. Five. Oh, there we go. Wow, he looks like, ripped. Why does he have so many? I, like he's got more bones in his face, bone lines in his face than a human would. I know, but it doesn't even look like the Nico Bellic that I re- remember. Everybody um, else looks pretty close. Roman looks pretty good. Roman looks you know, good. Looks the nice. the uh, Gay Tony looks good, but he's got the the. Yeah. Um, the shades, so you kind of know. Helps. And uh, the biker guy looks good. Yeah. Uh, what is his name? I think his name's Marcus. Let's see. Uh, uh, Johnny. Johnny is the the biker. Uh, Louis. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. Louis doesn't look the best, but he's definitely better than. Nico. Yeah. Nico's. I just, I just don't get what happened with Nico. It's his eyes. Yeah. They look terrible. Uh, looking at the, the set from Auto Five again, now I'm like, okay, now everything looks looks a little bit more like Michael looks like Michael Franklin, yeah. 
Trevor. Doesn't look like my Franklin. My Franklin had a beard and some sweet ass Afro action going on. Um, Probably going to wish I finished that game some year, but five is good. Five is good. Um, They were going to do one of Grand Theft Auto three, but then they realized the Kubrick figure would have more polygons than the figure in the actual game. So it wouldn't really work. Oh, God. I'm just kidding. That didn't really happen, but it probably would. It's like, oh, these these this Kubrick action figure is too detailed for for the actual uh, character. I read an article just to go go on a little bit of tangent for um, I can't remember who wrote it, but they were talking about how one of their favorite GTAs is Vice City. And at the time that Vice City came out, it was it had been like 15 or 20 years since the eighties. Right. So it kind of felt like you're going back in time, but not really because for, for a kid at that age, you you don't really know what the eighties were like. You just see it in movies and TV and stuff and video games. But now if they were to go back 20 years and make a grand theft auto set 20 years ago, that would be what? 2006. Yeah. no, 1996, 1998, 1998. So we'll say 2000, 2018. They said something about, yeah, well, I clearly don't have a math, a degree in math. (laughs) Um, They were talking about, I don't know, maybe they said 15 years, but it was 2002 that they were talking about and what that would, what the game would look like or no, no, it was the year 2000. Excuse me. Sorry. Cause they were talking about pre and post Cool story, bro. Sorry. Pre. Well, anyways, they were talking about what the soundtrack would be like and like okay. all the, all the pop music and NSYNC and Britney Spears that would sh- like, could you imagine oh if we had to play that? Cause I can, I can do eighties music, but music that I actually lived through might be a little tough because then you got Nirvana and then Britney Spears and that and Spice Girls and yeah, it would be I, a horrible I, I, mismatch. I can only hear it smells like teen spirit so many times. And then well, I'm just like, you know, all you got to do is turn on the radio and you'll hear it. In about an hour, just gotta wait a few minutes and plays for the thirtieth time. You know what would be kind of cool to see Grand Theft Auto go and like go vintage, like go in like the. I mean, yeah, we have we've had mafia games, but that's not Grand Theft Auto. It would be cool to go back to like when uh, the nineteen twenties or yeah, when when you when you get um, a lot of uh, uh, immigrants coming into America and having like that whole, uh, uh, like the, yeah. cause us Americans, we don't, we may have came and stole this land, but we don't like people coming to our land because <laughs> we 60s, own it now. The sixties would be a good timestamp too for them to use. Yeah, that would be, well, the, yeah, then it would be kind of like mafia because that's when that took place. But yeah, that'd be a good time. Cause the cars though, you'd have a yeah. lot of sweet cars. Like, go back to like the LA noir period too. go back to that time era. Yeah. Do it the Grand Theft Auto style though, and over the top and ridiculous. You want to worry about cell phones and getting to have go true. bowling. Maybe that's why no. they. <laughs> maybe that's why they don't do it. You're <laughs> you're out driving around for to do missions. And you come back home and you get uh, a lot. You got a telegram, sir. <laughs> uh, I see here, uh, little Johnny wants you to play stickball. <laughs> Can you sing the telegram to me, please? I only do singing <laughs> telegrams. Yeah, I love it. Stick I want a new. I want a new Who Framed Roger Rabbit game. Oh let's God! Remake. Let's remake that. 
I want to play the hoop and stick the hoop and stick game. Oh jeez, hoop and stick. I can't do the. Um, I think I think it's time to end the show. We're getting crazy. <laughs> Thanks for getting crazy. Cody's going nuts. Time to end. Uh, as Should always, guys, music? thank you for listening. Please music. check out patreon.com slash details, how you can help support this little show that could. And we always want to say thank you to all of our patrons, but a special thanks to our Arbiters of Awesomeness, Kevin Austin, Kyle Hyman, Evan Cal, Cal Heyman, excuse me, Evan Cal, Tyler Rowland, Tom Servo, and our Executor's Excellence, Josh Barboni, Dan Anthony, Siri, Renee. Thank you guys for your support each and every month. And, uh, yeah, come out, hang out. Come hang out with us on the next live show. Otherwise, we'll be dropping this in your podcast feed soon. And yeah, come back next week for the Overclock Remix stuff, and uh, we'll get that vote out there for Netflix Asian. You won't want to miss it. Goodbye. Can we try to do a high five through the? Sure. Wait, no, oh. this way. Oh, this way. Shh. Am I going the right way? Yeah, we are. One, two, three. Close enough. Close enough. Ooh. 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 I'm going to go out on that one.